0: Hello, welcome to episode 151 of Raw Japan. This is Brandon Chin broadcasting from Itoshima, Fukuoka. And today we're going to speak about friends. So I was reading this uh, answer on Quora, this uh, Q&A website. I think one of the former Facebook engineers Uh, left Facebook and um, built this site. It's very popular and is published in multiple languages, including Japanese. But the English version is a good place to see uh, a lot of curiosity about Japanese culture. Unfortunately, there's a lot of Westerners there that have uh, lived here for a while and are answering the questions. And there's no problem with it. It's just... It's heavily biased towards Western nurses that have lived here for a long time. They're usually jaded. Uh, a lot of them don't enjoy their time here. Others have gone back to their home country, and they answer questions about Japan. And um, some Japanese uh, contributors that have studied abroad or worked abroad for a while and can speak and write English Uh, almost natively, do contribute to the questions as well, which is helpful. But there was one answer that, I forget the question, actually, but the answer was speaking about relational mobility. And this concept, I never heard of it before. I mean, I've heard of upward mobility, where they speak about how the ability to move up in your career. And some say climb the ladder in, corporate, in the corporate world. But relational mobility is very interesting to me because uh, according to this guy's or this person's answer, it's the ability to change your social circle and change your friends, basically. And they said in Japan, it's quite limited compared to other places like the U.S. And surprisingly, Mexico, I didn't know that about Mexico, was also really high, which, uh, which um, makes sense, I guess. I mean, the U.S. is quite diverse. Sorry for that. I am uh, dehydrated. I'm going to drink some water. That was probably the longest swallow we've had on this podcast. So basically, the answer spoke about the lack of relational mobility in Japan and how that affects people's friend circles, social circles. As you may know, most Japanese people uh, don't interact with strangers like that, like we do in the West you don't just approach people that you don't know and the only way to really get to know each other is through your workplace uh, if you're going to school university or events like where people get together and I noticed that actually I was speaking to my Japanese friends from Osaka about that recently but how people only can really Express themselves fully when they're when the social situation is handled is like is set there has to be rules so that people can roam freely in the box to say I spoke about that on one of the past episodes. I think it was about um flirting I don't remember the title of the episode, but um yeah, this uh explains a lot because you'll see why a lot of people in Japan date people that they work with is because that's the, the closest, prox- the people, that's the pool. That's the pool they're swimming in. And even though you may go out and go drinking and stuff like that, you usually go with work friends or people that you've had relationships with in the past, uh, like university friends, etc., And uh, even when you do go out, it's, I think it's quite difficult to form strong relationships with people that you don't know outside of events. Because you're not just saying what's up to strangers. And that's, of course, this is not to say that every single person in Japan does this. This is just the general gist of how I've experienced it and what this guy's answer was and he also provided some data as well and uh, you can see on the chart that Japan and Taiwan actually were very uh, low on relational mobility um, I see it too as a English teacher working in the public school system and I can see you know these Japanese teachers you just talk to them and they don't I mean they don't have time to really do anything outside of work. And it's sad, but the reality is most people they don't have friends outside of their workplace. At least the ones I've spoken to. And I can imagine it being especially hard for the the corporate work that you know, where it's where the work hours are even more ridiculous. So but you know i think fukuoka is is kind of uh good in that sense because there's a strong international community in the city uh especially amongst east asians and it's startup culture is is starting to brew a little bit more it's not that big but it's you know there's a there's a desire for it and so uh, there's some hubs around the city that allow for more interaction and communication and community between people of different workplaces, professions, and um, social levels. And so I think that's, I think that's a good thing. Itoshima is a bit more spread out because it's countryside. So you can't really expect that as you can in the city, in Fukuoka city. But... I think that's what drew me here, actually, the the fact that it's, Fukuoka's not afraid to be on the front line of innovation and and try some new stuff. So I'm excited for the future, especially when the Olympics come through for Tokyo, and just to see what happens, you know, what, what flow will come down to Kyushu from that huge influx of tourists. We shall see. Anyway, if you're interested in experiencing Japanese culture at your home, just go to wwwbrandonchinnet forward slash raw, or A-W, and I got some physical goods for you there. And if you want a free book, uh, you can go to brandonchin.net/block b forward slash block, B-L-O-C-K, and get your stuff there. So... As always, actually, you can just go to the brandonshin.net and then type your uh, name into the email address there, email box there, and you can get your book sent. Great. As always, tell one person. One person around you. Yeah, this is relational mobility in, in action. The people that you're around. Ask yourself, why? How did I find this person? And... uh You'll start to see that you're a social circle, especially if you're in the US or some other Western countries. You'll see that, okay, I'm meeting people uh, based on my interest. Maybe you love music or something. You went to a concert, you met somebody, etc. And uh, think about what that looks like for people in Japan or people in Taiwan. Like They only have the opportunity to... uh, meet people in close proximity, work, school, that's about it. Maybe maybe they have time for like a hobby thing that they go to, hobby club or something, but it's very, very, uh, it's much smaller. But that does mean that relationships are longer and uh, more, I, I maybe you can say more sturdy because, you know, you have to be, in those spaces with those people. So those relationships weather a lot more trauma, probably. As for people, you know, in the U.S., if we get tired of somebody, we just change them out, somebody else. Or if their relationship's not going well, that's a better way to put it. And, uh, yeah, because there's much more diversity of, of people and of different interests, so you can go to different places to broaden your social circle and meet new people. And I don't know, there's benefits and cons to both, but if you think you know somebody in your circle that's interested in learning about, you know, how people in Japan make friends and build their social circles, then share this episode. Now, right after it's done, don't wait on it. I know how the human works. Procrastination is poison. So right when this is done, copy that link. That's the sound of copying a link. And then pop it into your message app. That's the paste. And send. That's, okay, I don't have to explain that one. That's self-explanatory. And you can share the love. Great. See you on the next one. On the next one. It's the 11... <laughs> it's it's uh February eleventh at nine twenty two PM. Take care of yourself. Thanks for listening as always, yeah?